0: About as simple of a concept as one could expect from a video game nowadays. Kill sprites on a screen. It knows what it is. It's fun and it's addictive. And at this point, it's become a meme. One does have to wonder though, why is Vampire Survivors so addicting? What made it blow up? Is it really game of the year worthy?
1: Yes. Addicting, simple, but most of all, fun. Vampire Survivors is basically my quintessential roguelike game. Easy to grasp, and makes you want to keep going for another run time and time again. It threads the line of simplicity so well that it begs the question, if it's ingenious or a mere fluke, for now, it's definitely worth your time. So, Mike, let's suck some information out of
0: one another. Okay. Okay.
1: Welcome to Bits of Time, where we ask the simple question, is this video game worth your time? I survived my read-through of Dracula by Bram Stoker, so I am ready for this. My name is Michael.
0: And I am... (laughs) For your name. I forgot my name. (laughs) (laughs) You know what was really weird about that is I have the phrase hi-ho silver stuck in my head, and... For some reason, I was thinking about that as you kind of got done with
1: your little rap <laughs> of your name. I couldn't get my name out of my mouth. Huh. I'm Larry, yeah. and I
0: promise I'm going to
1: speak better than that, <laughs> hopefully. Oh, that's a start. So we both like Vampire Survivors. Were you expecting me to like this game?
0: I, I actually don't know, because I, I almost wondered if maybe you would think it's like, okay, this is just too simple, and like it's just too ridiculous. It's just, I know you enough that it's too fun not to at least just enjoy it at least I feel like that's my perspective
1: yeah it's almost like <laughs> yeah too simple that it could almost be just like brain rot and pointless well, like
0: but okay so speaking of that though on the brain rot side uh, I'm actually
1: curious so how, how long did you play I spent seven hours and 37 minutes with vampire survivors on my Xbox series s okay so
0: this is where you can tell the brain rot has kicked in now granted I put most of my play time in the first like two weeks that I started playing it I've put in 27 hours and four minutes <laughs> in this game. Nice. and I'm actually very proud so there's 162 achievements in this game how many do you think I've gotten 40 131 oh wow you're close <laughs> yeah getting at hundred uh, percent so, I'm not gonna do it I, I, I can't. why it's just some of the stuff that's required like I have to play like the inverse levels it's so hard <laughs> it's so, I don't know we'll see who knows maybe like a year from now I'll just occasionally just play it here and there I might
1: get close cool I did say in our Season 2 wrap-up that I wanted to beat every game in Season 3, and I failed. Because I did not (laughs) beat this game. But I really enjoyed it. Yeah. This is a hard game Now, now the weird thing is I did make it to 30 minutes, which is like beating a game level. I don't really know what it classifies. I think you can beat this game. Well, did you ever
0: unlock Endless Mode?
1: No, I don't think I did. Yeah, so. so
0: when you unlock Endless Mode, you go past 30 minutes, clearly. But then all of your upgrades turn yellow. And then they all get, like, you can increase their, they can go past level 10 on everything. Level 8? Level, maybe it's level nine. No, 9. I can't remember what Whatever, it is. Whatever it is, one it. of the two. But the interesting thing that I don't like, and this this would be one of my few negatives of the game, is when you go past level 30, unless something happens, inverse mode's completely different, but after level 30, it reverses back to as if you're starting at minute one. And so you're so freaking overpowered at that point. <laughs> Oh, weird. uh, Yeah, it's
1: very, very strange. Huh. Odd, odd. Vampire Survivors was developed and published by Ponkel on October 20th, 2022. Love that name. And just a quick shout out, Luca Ponkel, in quotation marks, Galante or Gallant, started creating this wonderful little game while he was unemployed in 2020. And he was able to fully quit his job, so he must have gotten rehired at some point, in 2022. And so... Didn't work during the pandemic, I'm guessing. Got hired. With the huge success of this game, he got to quit his job, work full-time on this game, and then, like, I think hire some people and stuff like that. And now he has the first expansion out, so I, this is great. I love these kind of stories. Yeah. Did, did you get the expansion, by
0: the way? No. Yeah, no, I didn't either. I, I, it's only, like, a dollar. Exactly. Like That's that. like, like I, I bet you awesome.
1: sold gangbusters. But I, I just love those little tiny stories.
0: It, it's always fascinating to me when you see stuff like this because it seems like there are a lot of these examples where like it started in someone's garage or they decided they're like during their time off, I'm just gonna start working on this and then they create this. This to me is an example of a game like I kind of get it. It's very I don't want to say simple because there is a lot going into all the different effects and upgrades and the hit boxes and stuff.
1: It's I don't want to say it's deceptively simple because that I, I don't think that totally works, but it is at its core. So simple.
0: Yeah. I mean, everything's automated. You don't even attack. You don't choose when to attack. Except for... There's actually technically one item in the game, like the weird spike thing, where if you line them up and then you move, you stop moving and then start moving again, they will all launch in the direction...
1: I don't think I ever got that item.
0: It's possible, yeah. I mean, there's an achievement for unlocking every single upgrade and stuff in the game, so you probably didn't get it yet. Yeah, Yeah, probably not. Probably
1: not. I do plan on going back to this game when... So I'm currently not subscribed to Xbox Game Pass, but when Starfield comes out, for sure, I'm going to probably put a couple more rounds in this game because it's fun. It's a, it's a lot of fun. <laughs> <laughs> Did you have, like, a
0: favorite upgrade? Because especially with where you're at in the game, I've spoke about this during our... So I had this as my number six game of 2022 out of the top 10 for us. And because uh, again, because it was fun. But I stated in that one, it felt like for people who were early on in the game... The garlic felt like it was the
1: most overpowered, and then eventually, it's towards the end runs. It does not seem to be the most overpowered.
0: Now, one did you ever get to the point where you learned? Did you ever unlock the item that showed you how to upgrade your items? Yeah. Okay, so obviously, even the garlic becomes stronger once you yeah you you get upgrade to like it. The
1: dark garlic, or whatever yeah. it's called? I don't know what it's called. <laughs> I think my favorite is the holy water, and it is not very powerful in the beginning because. And you, it's so erratic for where it drops. But, man, when you get it and the radius is just so high, especially combined with, if you use the character where they get plus 30% area, mm. it just mows people. It well, is so good.
0: Well, you know, especially for me on some of the higher levels in the game, too, it, you can use it as almost like a, a wall. Yeah, a barrier. Yeah. Which so is they really, can't get yeah, to you. Yeah. And
1: I think most of the spells and items that I like in this game is has it wide area effects or can hit a lot of things which i think is very needed towards the end of the game I really like that bouncing arrow thing too because it's just oh yeah. it can hit a bunch of people behind me but surprisingly i didn't like it in the beginning the game, but uh the whip because it just it's very target so i have if i have my holy water just spraying everywhere in the arrows bouncing, well i can just target a certain (laughs) mob and know that i'm gonna hit them especially the the stronger ones and it also protects my flank when you upgrade it
0: you know it's really funny so for me personally and the whip one kind of stands with me a little bit because i always had like a love-hate relationship with that i understood how it was good but it was frustrating and this game has a weird mechanic where i always felt safer running left or right or up than i did down and i can't figure out why so like if If I looked on a map and I'm like, there was some items I needed to collect on a map, I always did the stuff down south of me first, if there was. Interesting. Because with the way that it's designed, you can always see left and right and above you a lot further than you can when you go down. So I felt like I always would get overwhelmed that way. But because of that, so early on, like I said, the garlic is amazing because you can attack and collect your stuff while searching for other things. So it felt like you could upgrade quicker. The item that I just did not understand for the longest time was the, I think it's the pentagram, where it just deletes everything. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. So as you upgrade it, it deletes them, but then sometimes it'll keep the items with you. Have you ever upgraded it? I don't think so, no. It's unbelievable. (laughs) So when you upgrade it, it turns into this, you'll start hearing this, like, and it'll get faster and faster and faster. It'll delete everybody. But then it brings every item and gem on the entire map right to you in a circle. Every time. And it happens every two minutes. Oh. And so... When you're wanting to like collect like lots of different items, but you're like, I don't want to go to the complete other side of the map now. It's getting too overwhelmed. You can just hold on because it's going to bring everything to you. I love those items where all the gems just come flying into you. Level up, level up, level up. (laughs) Yeah, it's very, very cool. And then honestly, the other one that I always felt like looked really cool was the when you upgraded the Bible. It turns it into this gigantic like red wave that just it never goes away and it stays. It's so powerful, and I've, I've mixed that. If you do that with the garlic, you're like, no one can get near you. <laughs> <It's>
1: <laughs> I, so I do cool. like the Bible. Actually, I really like the lightning strike because it stuns yep. people. That that's Have you ever awesome. upgraded that one? I can't remember. I know I got it to max level, but I don't know if I
0: upgraded it. Yeah. You know, the thing that's interesting is the upgrade the lightning is you get that ring that duplicates or well, adds one more of everything you have. So just getting that by itself is automatically awesome anyways. But, yeah, there's... There's some... When you get... There's do, you, an, do you know what it does when you upgrade? So it becomes a... Every, it it attaches or attacks everything twice, but then it also like becomes like chain lightning.
1: Maybe I did get that once then. So yeah, I think in one of my runs I it did. It gets
0: so insane, though, because there's an achievement. If you can, in one run, have six evolutions. Oh. So you have to plan your route, which that's where I started... The addiction started kicking in there where I'm like, okay, well, I can't just keep taking these random items because if I take... These four, but one of these four doesn't work as an upgrade with the other two. I'm not going to be able to get to you. Feel like you're wasting yeah. a slot. Yeah. And so, yeah, it's it becomes really fun now because you can pull in more items. You can actually end up having more upgrades than you need because you can look at on the map and be like, okay, well, here that works, that works, and that works. I'm not going to go get it. So I'll just wait till the end. So when you get them all to pull into you, you can have eight, nine, 10 ev- uh, uh, upgraded items. And it just, you become so powerful. The screen's almost, like, hypnotic at times.
1: <laughs> you do feel very godlike. <laughs>
0: yes, very much so. Well, yeah. well, so then, real quick then, I don't even know if this matters too much, but we talked kind of about favorite upgrades and items and stuff. Do you have a favorite character?
1: Uh, Porta, the one that has the lightning ring and just the area effect, because that's okay. how I play.
0: It's really funny. So, Porta would be my 1A. My 1B, just because I like... Uh, I liked Garlic so much early on is Poe. I I just added him in there just because, but Porta, I think, is like OP. Oh, so
1: good, so good. And what? there's one I was using where I actually won my first one where when she starts off, her area effect is like times 10. So like when I dropped the Holy Water, it was like filling the screen at the very beginning. I can't remember what character it was, but I won with her and it was great.
0: Yeah, there's (laughs) the thing that's interesting about this game is there's so much random stuff in it. Like, there was a period of time, and I don't even know why it was happening, where I would play levels, and at the start, like, these hands would come up and just start snapping, like, right in front of the screen, and it would just eliminate... I don't even know why it was (laughs) happening. There's just... And then at one point, I got to a point, and these uh, pair of hands came up and started clapping, and then, like, the screen, everything would keep changing. I I don't even know why this stuff was going on. There's so much just random stuff all over the place in this game that it makes no sense.
1: Which is great, just like there's no vampires.
0: Well, they, well that's the thing, right? Like, well, what is the deal behind that? I mean, you have garlic, I suppose. There's the Bible. Like, yeah. why
1: did the, why is it called Vampire Survivors? Because you survived the vampires. The vampires are no longer so around. So now that
0: the vampires are around, the monsters have gone. They were protecting everybody from the monsters. Now the vampires. I, I
1: have no idea. Maybe. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I just like that the update. Will there be vampires? Probably not. Curiously, we didn't paint a picture of this game, but. Auto attacker, sprites, very NES-looking, simple. If this game wasn't on Xbox Game Pass, where we both played it, what's the maximum amount of money you would pay for this game, or would you have never bought it?
0: Yeah, so this was, and I'll be honest here, like this question was actually really, really hard for me to answer because I know now how much I enjoy it, but I also know myself... There's plenty of games that people absolutely love, and I don't <laughs> I don't touch if yeah. I have to. So price tag-wise, I was trying to be honest with myself, and I literally wrote down $4.99. <laughs> uh, I don't think I could do anything over 10 But I think even at 10 because this is the weird thing about this game, because it was on Game Pass. I did not even see a single gameplay clip of this game. I did not know what the deal was. I heard everyone talking about it, so I just downloaded it. And I started playing. And I was even shocked, even when the game started up. I was like, "Okay, this is already different." It's a really weird intro splash screen that happens. I have that sound stuck in my head. And then when I started playing, and my character was auto attacking, I was just baffled. I was like, "Wait, what is going on?" But then quickly, I was like, "Okay, I see this here." So it's really fun. I think I would stay four ninety nine. I don't think I would pay anything more than
1: that. It's funny. Initially, I was like nine ninety nine or fourteen ninety nine. Oh, really? Yeah, okay. and I. So I'm cheaper than you. Yeah. <laughs> And honestly I feel like Ponkel could have charged 20 25 bucks and I think not for everybody but I feel like there is so much content here mm. and it's so fun that I think I could see myself paying that much money. Do you think that I th- think the strategy of being it on Game Pass and very cheap at like I don't even know how much it is like 5 bucks. Or I know the expansion is like $2. See,
0: so, that's where I think because of how addicted everybody was, I would have... So, maybe that could be my answer, then, is where I would say 10 bucks. If you would have charged $4.99 for the game and $4.99 for, like... I guess you can't have a DLC be the same price as the game, though. But, yeah, I feel like you. they had an opportunity once they gave it for free. If they would have added on now... Again, I say free. On Game Pass, $4.99 for the DLC, I wouldn't have even blinked an eye. But then again, I'm saying that, and I haven't gotten it for a dollar. Yeah. So. <laughs> Because I'm still oh. trying to beat the main game. There's so much to do.
1: And that's why I think he, you could pay more money for this. I think the strategy of selling it for so cheap is the winner here, obviously. I don't even know how much it is on your phones, but... Well, I just looked. <laughs> it's free. Okay, that makes sense. And Steam, you said it was $4. dollars nine. Let's See, that. Five bucks for a game that's going to give you so much play time. I like- wish I could.
0: Just could know what Microsoft gave or Xbox gave him to have it be on Game Pass. Like, what was that?
1: I quit his job, so there's a good sign there.
0: <laughs> Man, I mean, you're set, too, by the way. Like, I mean, then you have a DLC with this many people addicted, just nickel and dime and everybody should come up with another DLC again, nickel and dime a little bit more. I'm pretty oh, sure that
1: they got plans for another DLC. Yeah. Absolutely. You don't want this falling out of the limelight, and it probably will, obviously, because this year's stacked with games, but I think people are going to keep coming back to this one.
0: Yeah, okay, so I have a feeling I know your answer to this real quick, but if you had to just, if someone asked you, like, okay, sell this game to me, what is the one thing it does better than anything else?
1: Super easy to get into. You think so? The simplicity, yep.
0: You know, the interesting thing is I've said in the past, remember, well, not on this podcast, on our old podcast, Games Gone, when we talked about StarCraft, there's that brilliant level of easy to get into, almost impossible to master this game has the easy to get into. It doesn't have the impossible to master side of it, though. No. And yet it still works.
1: Absolutely. That's pretty cool. <laughs> How about for
0: you? I, I I think it's either the easy to get into or I just, it's just so freaking fun. And it's now there's an argument to be made that each run maybe is a little bit long, but you can speed up the time. But there there is an argument there. that Like, hey, every time you play this game, if you're going to survive, you got it's a half hour of your day out of the way.
1: And I think what makes it okay in that regard is I feel like your runs are either two to five minutes or it's upper 20 minutes.
0: Now, the argument I play it in hyper mode almost exclusively, which multiplies the clock by two. So all the runs go 15 minutes.
1: I didn't even know you could do that.
0: It's an unlock. It's another unlock. It's, oh, gotcha. me, so it speeds everything up, Is which 15 minute runs is brilliant.
1: Yeah, it's a great that That would. And it Make gets me play more, which is which is a, <laughs> a problem, I guess. That literally, that's
0: what happened to me. That's my play time with this game would literally be like a. You could tell as soon as I unlock the ability to have double the time. I mean, there's even a way to triple the time if you want. It just skyrockets how much more I play because, like, wow, okay, I need to get to level 50 with that character and that character and that character. Now I could play. I could get four characters done in an hour instead of two.
1: Mm. So yeah, that changed
0: yeah. everything very quickly.
1: Yeah, I think it's one it's readily available on a lot of platforms i assume this is going to come to playstation switch probably eventually down the line and yeah just fun easy easy to get in you asked me a question about the pixel graphics and why do people like this style so much and i think it comes down to nostalgia and time cycles so In the beginning, obviously, NES and Atari and all that, the game industry started like this, looking like this game does. And I think people get a sense of comfort from that. That's why it's so prevalent now in all the indies and all that stuff. Probably one, it's easier to do now compared to like all these 3D rendering and all that jazz with what we're doing in modern games. I know a lot of people are definitely sick of this pixelated art style, but that's a different story. But also, because people have grown up playing these and enjoyed it, those people are now adults and making games. And then, what are they going to make? They're going to make a game that calls to them. Mm. And I think that's why the Pixel era is so popular right now.
0: No, I think that makes sense. I'm still kind of stuck on your time cycles word. I've never heard that used
1: before. I like well, it's that. A, like yeah, your kids were... At a time, they played this at a time. Then the cycle repeats. They are now adults. They're going to make a game that they played. So then, no, no, I
0: knew, I knew exactly what you meant. I've just never heard someone say time cycles. <laughs> <laughs> cycle yeah, of time. Th- 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 yeah, there you go. Th- that definitely is. I mean, that that's it. It's you have a whole generation of people grow up with the pixel graphics, which we didn't call them pixel graphics back in the day. They were just graphics. <laughs> that's what we. That's what was available. Sixteen
1: bit, thirty-two yeah. bit,
0: and then. Yeah, all those developers have grown up, that they, they are now making games, and this is just a huge dose of nostalgia. So, yeah, I would 100% agree with that. And it's amazing because you're starting to see pixel graphic styled games with modern, like, advancements kind of etched into them. Yeah. It's, like, it's a sweet time to be alive. Yeah,
1: comfort of life features and all that. Quality of life. <laughs> <laughs> it could be comforting, too. I, I think I might start calling it comfort of life. <laughs> of life qualities, Larry. Is this a good entry for a game with roguelike elements? I'm gonna call it roguelike because yeah, can, roguel-
0: can we just say roguelike? That's yeah, that's the, uh, yeah. yeah, I don't like this roguelike stuff. Uh, I mean, yeah, it's this is literally well, actually, no, you know what? I take that back if it's the roguelike style you're looking for. I wouldn't necessarily say like after each run you're suddenly the only thing. The only argument is like some characters as you unlock them are stronger than the beginning characters,
1: and they have that thing you spend gold in.
0: Yeah, that, that's true. And then as you beat certain bosses, you get those little eggs on the map that increase your experience or your whatever by point zero one, which is just ridiculous. Uh, okay, so that that's a good point. Yeah, I mean, I definitely would say. And then if people like that, this is like a good entry point to more advanced ones like Slay the Spire, Hades, things like that. So,
1: yeah, I guess that would... Well, there you yeah. go. You should make a YouTube video on entry-level roguelike games. There you go. You know what I should definitely... That's a, that's a good point. I like that. Yeah, and I think another reason this is is because we just talked about it's such a low cost. The entry to mm. barrier is so low that that right there is probably... Sets it in stone that, yeah, if you're interested at all in this genre of type of games pick this one up so let's move on to the quick bits and then a final wrap-up question my highest level i made it to was level 94. i ended up doing 30 runs with 11 different characters third run i made it to the 10 minute mark and i was super proud of myself achievements not popping up until after you complete a run is such a smart idea one it would be way too distracting so good job chess freaking animations man Hmm
0: you know, the thing that's really interesting about that too is the achievements pop up in the same style that the chest... When you open up a chest and you get the upgrades on the bottom, that little border, as soon as you like end a run or or die, they pop up in the same little thing. Cause, oh, that's true. Yeah, yeah, which I thought was kind of clever. Obviously, you get the pop-up on the top right. But yeah, it's they're the same exact style, which is cool. But we should... Yeah, I forgot to talk about the chests. The chests are awesome, man.
1: When you get a gold one... <laughs> Do all that that noise, uh, and everybody's heard about he was he developed for casinos or mm-hmm. whatever. Yeah, whatever you can it, tell, hundred <laughs> percent. It's freaking cool. <laughs> and I got forty-four of the achievements, not as high as Larry.
0: Yeah, but I also have twenty hours on you, so I would not expect. That's true. That's true. Okay, Mike. This I think is a little bit of a fun one because. I mean, I feel like there are so many different game franchises out there that could turn their universes into this style of game. It would be a lot of fun to see. So, yeah, that being the question, what popular franchise that you love would you like to see turned into a vampire survivor style game? And yes, I did for those who no one can see it. Uh, I did say there is an easy answer here that could be a little bit of like tongue in cheek, but it feels like there's one for me.
1: Uh, honestly, I don't know where your brain goes sometimes, so I'm unsure. But for me, immediately it's Final Fantasy. Can you imagine a bunch of those freaking firebombs just coming at you? <laughs> you have to kill them before they explode on you. Ah, uh, definitely. Just freaking golden. Oh, the, the, the little turtle with the knife. Tonberry, yeah. Tonberry? And then you have the huge behemoth that can cast could cast a meteor on yeah. you. That would be great. And. The upgrade path is already there. You got Fire 1, Fire 2, or, you know, Thunder, Thundera, Thundaga. Abilities like Haste and Slow, status effects up the wazoo. Give me Final Fantasy Tonberry Survivors.
0: I actually think that, that's a brilliant idea. I really like that. So my obvious choice, had it more because of the enemy variety and because it would be like a flip of what the franchise is about, I said Pokemon. Can you imagine... <laughs> what (laughs) yeah having tons of squirtles and charmanders (laughs) and Pikachu's on the map But what would you well you can upgrade think of the move sets in that game that you have haste and like all the different versions uh, as well so that would be yeah that would be the only argument against it would be it's a little bit harder to come up with all the different move sets you can do but it could be different types of like catching mechanics like you start throwing out millions of pokeballs you have like nets so
1: what is your attack are you using you the Pokemon do, you attacks, do, or do you have a Pokemon that you're attacking with? No,
0: no, no. You, you're catching them instead of killing them. Oh, oh. So it would be the like catching mechanic. So you all of a sudden, you're throwing out one Pokeball at oh, like a time. or like a Mega Ball is like a giant ball. Yeah. <laughs> And so you'd have to come up. There would be some variety issues, but the enemy variety is already there. That's true. So I, I don't know. I, as soon as I thought up this question, that popped into my head right away. I was like, dude, that would be so cool. And mm-hmm. you, and the unique part of it is you're not killing. You're mm-hmm. catching.
1: Pa- Pokemon, let's go catch. There you go. (laughs) (laughs) So there you go. Give me Final Fantasy Tonberry survivors and Pokemon Let's Go Catch. Print money.